0: Respectfully? respectfully yo what's going on this is already styler on the respectfully podcast uh it's just me today i'll tell you why uh we're all tired comedians up at ed fringe right now we're in the week uh third week rather and we're in that point where you feel exhausted so i wanted to do an episode but not with everybody just me reason being you get to this point of the podcast Podcast, see, I'm so tired. You get to this point of the fringe where you hit the Edinburgh Fringe, lull. If you've been here for like two weeks, you're going into your third week now and you're tired, your voice is husky. You can hear it in mine. You've been non-stop working. You've been chasing um, like the audience by flyering or trying to get your show sold out. Some people have got their sold out for, for the entire run, but not everybody has that. So you're grafting to make sure you can get it together. And then on top of that, you've got the the need to make sure your show's tidy and it's exhausting. Uh, But also it's very repetitive. You start to not dislike your show, but you start to look at all the cracks in it and go, oh, I wish I could have built it better from earlier. You start to develop it as time goes along. And you also look at your show like you're kind of, you're kind of overdoing it now because you want to work on something new, but you still got weeks to do every day you're doing your show. And then on top of that, you've got like, the reviews and the feedback and the validation that you're seeking, even if you're not intentionally trying to do it, you know that it starts to get to you. So for me, I wanted to do an episode where it's just me kind of venting and talking at the same time, but not from a, not from a, a, not from an angle of I'm angry or I'm upset or I'm losing it, but an angle of, yo, it's rough for all of us and that's fine. And this isn't just with Ed Fring, it just happens in life in general. It just gets rough, doesn't it? Like every day you've got things that you've got to think about. You've got to focus on, you've got family, you've got work, you've got things that you're trying to work towards and you don't always land it. And then it gets a bit of a, what you get into this bit of a wobble stage and you get to that wobble and you're like, Oh my God, what do I do? How do I get out of this? And so on. And Uh, something in me told me, don't worry about getting other people on and having bands for, for this episode, do a short one, just talk, just vent. And then afterwards I'm leaving straight from here to go and do another show. So it's not even going to be a long episode. How it's been, um, being up here, uh, it's been such an amazing experience. Like you really start to learn who you are as an act. And also you start to be social with other people and watch them develop their craft as well. And it's such an enlightening experience. Plus also it's a big bubble that you're stuck in. When you're in Edinburgh, for those who've never been before, it's a bubble of entertainment. There are thousands upon thousands of shows that are going on. At least about 800 a day across different venues. I'm at the Pleasance in the courtyard. I think there's about 100 shows a day because you've got like 10 different rooms shows start from like 11 o'clock in the morning all the way up until midnight. And they're like our shows. So across 10 rooms with a 20 minute gap, you're going over a hundred shows pretty easily. Some shows come in, they're only doing two weeks. Some are doing a few days. Some are doing the entire month. The majority are doing the entire month actually. And it's an amazing experience, but it's a bubble. And when you're in that bubble, you are disassociated with everything that's going on outside the bubble. You catch up on the news and you see what's going on with friends and family, but you are still in a bubble. And in that bubble, you're focusing on fringe, Edinburgh, my show, how's other people doing? And then you get those days where your show is okay or it's not going to plan. Well, probably the worst one is when you get a reviewer come in and you know, they're there because that's that person sitting in the audience and they're writing, they're sitting down and they're writing and they're doing slight notes and stuff and they laugh and they do more notes. And then afterwards what they do is they review your show. You get your review a couple of days later. There's that anxiousness, that anxiety of, Oh, what do they think? What do they think? I hope it was good. And then you have to continue to remind yourself, but you're not doing it for them. You're doing it for the punters. And if they're laughing, you've had a great show. Then you come out your show and you walk past all these billboards and these posters and flyers and stuff with everybody else has got five star, five star, four star, four star reviews. The next best thing you're killing it. You're amazing. And it, and it's, and it's tricky. And the reason it's tricky is because you're sitting there going, well, my punters liked it, but does that mean I'm not good across the board? Everybody knows that they have an audience. There are people that are so far left wing and super woke that have their audience that's fantastic for them. And you've got on the other side, so far right wing, racist or, or not. I'm not going to say racist. I'm just going to say super right wing, which could be conceived by the left as racist and stuff. But they got their audience. Your audience doesn't depict if you are across the board by industry, a good act. However, you have to keep reminding yourself, it doesn't matter what industry thinks, your audiences are the ones who are there. But because you're in this bubble, you're sold the idea. You've got to make sure you do something that gets you the reviews. And as great as they are, it's the validation that we seem to seek so often in this industry or in any industry similar to entertainment. So yeah, it's been heavy because you have to kind of remind yourself, this is what I've been doing. I went to gym today, couldn't finish my session because I was exhausted. And I had to go, yo, I'm failing at gym. I feel like I can't really do much when it comes to my show. This is long. Let me go home. And on the way home, I went, I have to remind myself, I'm actually not doing bad and I'm here for a mission. And my mission is I wanted to do my show at The Fringe and learn about The Fringe and also level up as a comedian. Remember, you're doing like a good a good run if you're up here is a, easily you're doing about 70 to 100 shows in one month. That's three to six months worth of experience when you go back to where you're from, whether it be down in London, if you're over in Europe, America, Australia, wherever you're from, doing 100 shows in a month levels you up about six months in one month span. So that's what you got to remember if you're here for that. Some people are here because they want to see who they can shop their show to, who'll pick it up and go take me on tour or who'll pick it up and go, I want to see if we can make a TV show out of this. Uh, I'm promised myself I wouldn't get caught up in that stuff, but when you're in that bubble, it's difficult. It is so tricky. So, uh, this is my episode where I go, yo, for anyone who does listen to this episode, whether you're a comedian or not comedian, whatever you're doing, if you feel like you're stuck in a space where you are worried about what it is that you're doing and isn't really being read or seen well, or you're being cha- your mindset's been changed rather to think that what product you're making isn't good enough based on somebody else's standard, remind yourself why you're doing it. Don't just sit there and go, yo, I'm doing this because other people want me to do it in a way that I want to, like, I think they, they think I should be doing it. Remember, you're here for a reason. Your reason is yours. And only you alone know that. Measure what it is that you wanted and what you wanted to deliver by your reason and nobody else's. Like, So an example on my side, I've got reviews come in. Every single one of them has been positive. And I'm like, that's all I care about is do people like the show? If the reviews say they're positive, then cool. If no one can say you've done bad, then cool. Do I want to get super five stars and everything? I think everybody does, but it's not my aim or target. As long as they're positive, I'm happy. Then I come out and I see all my people, them selling out their shows every day for the entire run. And then I'm also seeing the same people getting like fours and fives, loads of them on the boards. And I'm telling you, I love the fact that I see my comedy brothers and sisters just doing that. But then on the other side of it, I'm like, what about me? And that's when I've been drawn into what's going on with them and forgetting my reason for being it. And that was not a good thing to do. So that's why I had to pull myself back and go, yo, I'm feeling this low. And remember that I am. I started to speak to other people and everyone's feeling the same thing. I'm looking at my brethren who's got sold out shows and like fours and fives are like, bro. I feel it, man. Oh, it's rough. I don't know what to think, to feel. Is my show good? Is it bad? I had that one bad day. And it makes them feel like they failed. And they haven't. They're doing amazingly. But because we tell ourselves we're not doing well, based on other people's measure and standard, all of a sudden we flopped. And that's not that's not the case. That's not always the case. So for me, I wanted to just do an episode where it's just me kind of being honest for 10. if I've got other people in this room, Previous episodes I've done, and I won't name names, but I've had people sitting around me and they're playing to the camera or they're playing to the mic. And I get that because they want to make sure they deliver on a certain brand and market themselves in a particular way that you see them a particular way, whether it be open and honest or whether it be cool and sexy or whether it be, I'm going to be someone who's just funny. And I get that. But my show Green, the show is about mental health and seeking therapy and advice if you need it. And I'd be lying if I went on every day going, I'm amazing, I'm good, without also acknowledging when things are a bit wobbly and things are down. So for me, I think this episode is because I want anyone who's out there currently going through it at this moment in time, feeling like they forgot what their mission is, or feeling like they don't know how they're going to move to the next step because at the current step that they're at, they've been made to feel like they're not doing good enough. That's not other people's measure. That's your own. Wherever you go, whatever you're doing, if you're working and you have got people going, you're doing fantastically, believe them. So many times we sit there and go, but no, by my standard. True. However, sometimes we're so critical and we're so harsh on ourselves that our standard is something we cannot achieve because we're too busy telling ourselves we're not good enough. I got 95% on a test score you passed. Yeah, but I didn't get a hundred. Whilst I hear that, no one's going to be perfect, but you are damn near. Does that make sense? And I think it's important for a lot of us to stick by the thing that allows us to really look at ourselves and go, you're doing good, rather than try to reach for that thing that makes you feel like you could do better and you're not good enough right now. And don't Listen, I'm the, I'm the guy that works super hard to want to make myself better every day. But at the level that you're at, you, are ha- you have to acknowledge that you're in a, a good place and you're working towards something. You have to also acknowledge that whilst it may feel like a low at that point, that's just then. You could work through that. But being at that low doesn't mean you're a failure. It means that right now, like a roller coaster, it has to drop for you to get your thrills. has to slowly build up again before you can start doing drops and all sorts. It's not a continuous climb. And I think for any of my comedian friends that are out here that are listening, and I'm only talking to them because I know them personally, I know what they're like, I know what we're going through. Yo, anyone who's at the fringe right now and you're struggling, everybody is. I'll say that again. Any comedian that I know that is at the fringe right now, and you're sitting there going, it's rough, man, I don't know how I'm feeling, and I'm, it's a bit Listen, we're looking at everyone else's reviews going, yo, I wish I had that. I'm sitting there looking at some of my favorite people to talk to and going, you're killing it. You're amazing. And going, well, what about me? Where there's other people looking at me? Going, rah, you got that. And you were in this article and you got reviewed here. We are all in a rough place because we put ourselves under so much pressure to have to be fantastic and amazing every day when we're on stage. That is not a bad thing to want to do, but when it makes you then become defeatist as if you're not good enough or that you're failing, let me tell you something, readjust, take a break and really look at the things that you've delivered on. Do you know how much comedians have come up here with an hour and it's their first one who five years ago, never even dreamed of the ability to be able to do an hour. And now you're up in fringe getting reviews getting people seeing you, filling up rooms because you did an hour of comedy about you. Fantastic. And I think I'm telling myself, this is what I'm telling you guys, you're killing it. And if you don't know this, you are killing it. I'm telling you. And there's people who've been to your shows that will tell you the same thing. So I have to keep reminding myself, or you're killing it. It gets rough, but that's fine. It's supposed to. I go gym, look at me. Hey, muscles. I'm in good shape now. Lost some of the breasts. Waist has gone down a little bit. I lost a competition against somebody in terms of trying to keep fit. Um, It was like a two month competition. And the prize was whoever got in better shape over a period of time had to pay a certain amount. Sorry, won a certain amount of money from the loser. And I lost because I was too busy focusing on a lot of stuff that I had to do leading up to Edinburgh. I put too much pressure on myself. And I got to a point where I had to give up and say, I'm just going to lose and just pay the money. And that's like beating myself up. But I realized, well, well, you're beating yourself up over something that you knew you didn't have the time for. And you actually did get in really good shape. You may not have got in better shape than that person. And that person works in fitness. You weren't going to beat them, Ori. But guess what? Your hour is dope. You managed to get up to Ed Fringe. There were some issues that you had domestically with family and stuff that you sorted out. And you helped someone come out of a crisis situation. You've now got gigs that you've worked towards performing abroad off your own back what what's the problem in it what is the real issue and that's sometimes what we have to remember speaking of real issues look at that so it's lucky i'm recording this on two things because just now my audition just wanted to say no we're stopping that right there never mind let me carry on I got a backup recording going so guys ladies and gentlemen I just want to let you know if you're out there and you're struggling right now I got to go I got to get to this gig if you're struggling you're not the only one and doesn't mean your struggle is any easier it means that you're not alone in struggling it's a normal thing loads of people go through it including myself people look and say you're driving this or you're out here doing that and well done doesn't matter we all struggle day to day and I hope anyone who hears this can go yo I am struggling a little bit but it's okay you're supposed to when you go gym, the weights that actually allow you to push yourself to get better are the ones that are heavy. If they're too light, then it's not good enough. The heavier the weight that you can then lift comfortably and well, the better you're going to become because your body's going to get stronger. And that's what struggle is. It's allowing you to get stronger. This episode is going to be called uh, The Breakdown. And I'm going to say why. When you get to the breakdown is what I'm going to call this bit. When you get to that point, two things happen. You either break down at the breaking point will you break through. And I wish everybody knows that when they get to that point, you can break through. I have to tell myself this, believe me right now, there's parts of me that's not even hearing what I'm saying because of how I feel, but I know it. So wherever you're at, ladies and gentlemen, particularly my comedy brethren, if it's the breaking point, you might break down, but trust me, you have the skills and the ability to break through. And I hope you lot learn that and know that I got to go it's a respectfully podcast. I'm going to get some people on for episodes in a couple of days time. I hope I hope with whatever I've said. I hope it helps you. If it doesn't, it doesn't, if it does, great. I got a shower. I got, I got a show now. I got to get to, but also if you are in Edinburgh as well, come and catch me. My show's called green. It's at the Pleasance courtyard every day until the 28th. And it was my fault. I didn't take a break. That's part of the reason why I'm struggling a little bit. I've done every single day with no one day off. That's my fault. I should have picked one every day until the end of this run. Pleasance courtyard on the, um, on nine 45 in the attic. Also, every Friday, I've got Auri Styler and Friends. You can come check that out. And Auri Styler and Friends is touring around the country uh, in October for Bedford, Bristol, Birmingham, and in London. Go to my website, auristyler.co.uk for more information. i got to go. Guys, bless. Uh, you are loved and you are killing it, right? Believe in yourself. I'm trying to believe in myself. And if you do it, I promise I'll do it as well. I'm going, guys. Take it easy. Bless. Respectfully.